0: Welcome to Character Debates. I am your non-presidential host, Michael Harrison. Election season has started in America and we're diving into the history of the presidency. All the way back to 2017. That's right. At a recent debate, Republican nominee Vivek Ramswamy declared Donald Trump was the best president of the 21st century. Apparently he didn't realize Donald is his opponent and should probably not say such things if he wants to win. Nonetheless, while a lot of people scoffed at his comment, one man not only loved it, but doesn't think it went far enough. Born in New York City, we have a guy who is here to argue that Donald Trump is actually the greatest president that has ever lived. And that guy is Donald Trump. Hey, Mr. Trump. Thanks for coming back on the show. How are you doing?
1: Well, it's great to be here, Michael. Well, at least so far, we'll see how it goes. But the last, <laughs> the last time I did your show, your ratings went through the roof. I know, your numbers yes. were incredible, we right? We did
0: well. We did well. I you appreciate were, it. <laughs> you were in a basement
1: in Queens, and now you're in a basement in Manhattan, so <laughs> oh, yeah. we've moved up in the world. That's yeah. because of me. So All you're very, you. That, well, you're very welcome. Thanks. Very, very welcome. Well,
0: I'm happy, I'm happy you joined us, but boy, your opponent is quite a doozy. She knows Donald quite well and she believes that out of 46 presidents he isn't even in the top 45 here to argue that Donald Trump isn't the greatest president we have his mortal enemy Hillary Clinton hey hill how you doing <laughs>
2: Oh, it's really thank. What a treat to be here, Aww. and uh, and with my old friend.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. I don't,
2: I don't think enough people know that for many years we were actually very good friends. We socialized. Yep. And uh, and then things went a bit awry. Apparently, the country likes fascism, and it's you know <laughs> they've spoken, and this is this is their thing now.
0: This is uh. I have to admit, this is the kindest tone I've ever I've ever seen you have. Well, she's uh, doing before, very well for son. I got to say, you look great. I uh, mean, for you, you look very good. <laughs> now, I'm going to quickly, I want to quickly move on to your judge for a second, because uh, to judge this debate, we found a guy who loves American presidents way too much. He loves them so much that he thinks all 46 presidents are in a 46-way tie for best president. Here, to listen in and judge if Trump can be propelled past them, we have... Ernest Freeman. Hey, Ernest, how you doing over there? Oh, wow.
3: Yeah. Hi. I mean, this is... Oh, wow. Just to be in the presence of history. Right. Because, you know, I'm... I don't know. Maybe your listeners won't know this about me, but I am actually a professor at American University Applicant. And so I am really, really excited to be here because, look, I believe it is a tie, uh, a 45-way tie. 46. Uh, Well, I'm only carrying the white ones. I'm kidding. Ah, I'm kidding. Grover Grover Cleveland was actually two non-consecutive, so there's only 45 actual presidents. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I know a lot. Wow. <laughs> oh, a, a better than a Wikipedia page, I can tell you that. And Good. so to be here with you, <laughs> uh, Mr. Mister President, and and uh, Miss Candidate uh, at Secret- one time.
2: Secretary of State. Uh, <laughs> well, yes. I, I'm but, still secretary. But yes, <laughs> I, I,
3: well, I get it. But you know, the, I mean, the real reality is that- like, yep. We all come for the president, you know. You you co- you come to see uh, Reggie Jackson stir the drink. You don't come to see, uh, you know, third string.
0: I'm already uh, I'm anything. already sensing so, a little possible biasness. No, here. No, no, no. Do no. you think that you can Look, honestly judge this uh, fairly? I,
3: absolutely, because it's not about <laughs> who the people are. It's about their positions That's and right. the positions from what I am understanding here, is that uh, is Trump the greatest president throughout history? Yep. Which, as you already know, my bias would be that they're all equal because I'm an American. I believe in American You guys values. never make a bad choice, eh? Hey? We don't make bad choices. We make <laughs> okay. good choices over and over again. I so, should okay.
1: have appointed him to the Supreme Court. That been great. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah.
3: I, I you know I wouldn't mind being an applicant. I, right. I, I've got a few applications I, out there. For I this. generally
1: don't do very well with judges, so, all right, ah, we're already doing yes, better than normal. Good,
0: good. All right, well, let's uh, let's start this off then. Let's go to uh, Trump's opening statement on why he believes
1: that uh, <laughs> Donald Trump is the greatest president of all time. Well, it's not just what I believe. It's it's all the facts. It's what you know. All you have to do is look at the numbers. I mean, we had the greatest economy in the history of this country under my presidency. Mm-hmm. The lowest unemployment rate we've ever had. We brought jobs back to the U.S. from other countries. We had a record stock market. Gas prices were normal. Now they're through the roof. We <laughs> did more for farmers than any president's ever done. Tax cuts. We gave beautiful tax. Cuts to all the people, <laughs> rich, poor, fat, ugly, everybody. Everybody got tax cuts. We made fair trade. We normalized trade with. We got rid of that awful T-T- uh, TPP. You are down with T P P? You know, not me. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> we got rid of NAFTA,
1: which you know her husband Bill brought in, which was terrible. We got rid of that. Yeah. Uh, energy independence. We were made finally. We're the number one producer of oil in the world. Uh, we dealt with. Uh, we've got uh, the courts. I appointed three. Supreme Court justices, we finally made the court more conservative, not to mention all the appellate judges, the federal judges, who were appointed by Democrats and are now a leading Republican, which is a great thing for this country, and I'm very proud of that. We made our border secure, okay? We got 400 miles of border wall, <laughs> and not to mention Israel. We did the Abraham Accords, so we got normalized relations between Israel and all the Arab countries, moved the. The, uh, the embassy, the Jerusalem where it belongs. And now look what's going on. You have a total mess over there. You have all this. This never would have happened if how, I was president. How ever. does this
0: mean the greatest of all time, though, right? This means just like you're possibly the greatest of that four-year span.
1: Well, of course, you know, you didn't have these problems before then. I mean, like, you know, other George Washington didn't have to deal with Israel. You know, there was no Israel. You got more things to deal yep. with now. So that's why it's the greatest of all time, because as we go forward, you have more problems to deal with that you didn't have back in the day. So,
0: <laughs> ah, Okay, Good. Well, awesome. I have to admit that uh, you do have a, a stunning collection of things Thank you guys Thank you. And we also,
1: we spend more money on a military than anybody else in history, which mm-hmm. right now you can see is very important. They wanted, to, uh, they wanted to spend less on military. Everybody wanted to cut back. I said, no, 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 we have to invest in the military. Very mm-hmm. important. And now you see why it's so important. We got two wars going on in the world, thanks to Sleepy Joe. So <laughs> anyway, very proud of my record. And God willing, hopefully we'll get back in there and, and clean things up once again in, in next year. Wow,
0: that is a hell of an opening statement. Let's, uh, let's find out what your opponent thinks. Uh, Hillary Clinton, what is your opening statement on why you believe Trump is not the greatest president of all time?
2: Well, I think it depends on your uh, what you appreciate. For example, I mean, if you like NASCAR, diabetes, and dictators, I think Donald is your guy. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, I I am at a disadvantage. I can't speak as a former president. I can speak only as a first lady. Uh, yep, it's the sad truth. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> foresaw it. <laughs> not one calculation saw otherwise. However, um, but I think it's a good idea to uh, you know look at the real facts, not alternative facts, and that you know Donald's signature is the alternative facts. Um, so let's look at let's look at my husband's record, Bill. Uh, he balanced the budget for four years. Mm-hmm. For four years, he balanced the budget. The national debt went from forty eight percent to thirty three percent during. Donald's time, it uh, it increased to $7.9 trillion. Wow. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to do facts, I just I happen to have them myself. Um, so you're a big bill my, fan. Hey? My, my bill was also, you know, the only president in the century who left the country with a surplus. We had the largest economic expansion in the history of our country. I, I'm i sorry, but I numbers, again, I'm looking at numbers from, you know, Quinnipiac and and, uh, (laughs) Harvard and places like that. Uh, We had the highest home ownership, the lowest infant mortality rate. I know that wasn't a big uh, uh, issue for you. Uh, We enacted sweeping gun legislation. There were no mass shootings like we saw during... The former president's uh By the time. way, as
0: you guys say all these facts, I notice Ernest gets more happy, yeah. right? He loves all this and stuff.
2: And while nobody likes to <laughs> yeah. talk about he it, we surprised. did we <laughs> did bring Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which okay wasn't perfect. Yep. But we br- we cracked open gays in the military. Right. And I, I do I think he sold himself short. There were three things that you didn't mention, uh, Donald. Um, that I, I thought were pretty wonderful. You, you crack down on the robocalls. Not a lot of people give him credit for that. Right. I also think he let states uh, legislate uh, marijuana. That what a what a terrific legacy you have from that. And then you you know banning the uh, Chinese drones yes. was huge. That that was that really changed people's lives.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad she appreciates these things. <laughs>
0: That was great. Uh, (laughs) Actually, out of curiosity, I uh, was going to bring up the robocall thing. That uh, What is it? Donald Trump, uh, he passed a law where illegal robocallers were charged 10 grand for unwanted solicitation. And obviously, as a guy who's been hit by a ton of them saying that I need a car warranty and I don't even have a car, it upsets me because now I want a car. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. That is crazy, because he fought phone terrorism. That is, uh, I have to admit, that might be one of the best things I've ever heard a president do. Uh... Yeah, I went
1: around the country, I said, what matters to you most? What do you want to fix? You'd Toilets, be surprised. windmills. How many people <laughs> yeah. would say, I'm sick of the robocalls, so that we took care of them? Really? So unwanted solicitation, that was like number one before you moved on? Except for political calls, you can still make those. <laughs> well, you know, I, again, I'm not, I'm
2: not here to defend uh, President Biden, but he has uh, he has gotten rid of the resort fees. Uh, In in hotel stays. I think that's been I think that's been very good. All the hidden charges that people pay. It's not good if you
1: own the resort, I'll tell you that. Fair, fair.
0: (laughs) So, so, Hill, just to just to quickly state the obvious, uh, you lost to Donald Trump in an election. Uh, By chance, by being here today, you don't feel any sour grapes because he beat you in a countrywide popularity contest.
2: You know, I am I like I said, I am I, out of the political scene. Yeah. I am just, you know, I'm just a grandma. <laughs> yes. You know, okay, occasionally I do things for for planned parenthood, you know, because
1: women are dying
2: this. in Texas, but that's okay. Yeah. D- occasionally I I step up and and help out. Um the thing the thing is, uh, you know, sour grapes, it's it it's really emblematic. The country, you know, uh, the country shifted. They they, they felt a, a strong uh, affinity for someone that, uh, you know, thought that Mexicans were rapists.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that uh, I said some of them are some good people. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say all of them.
2: Uh, you said some Nazis were good people. But again, uh, you know, I don't, yeah. I, we don't have a tape to run.
1: Uh, yeah, that is true, though. You did say that. <laughs> I was not talking about the Nazis. Yeah. I was talking about the people there who were to protest about the... the Statues being taken down that wanted to keep them for either historic or artistic purposes—they were fine people. Yeah, and of course the liberal radical media comes out and says, "Oh, he loves Nazis." This is what you have to deal with when you're president. This, see, other people. Like James Buchanan didn't have to deal with this crap with crooked uh, uh, news and fake news and all this nonsense. So that's one of the things that has to go into the voting consideration.
0: As, a, as an aside, I do want to add another point because, uh, Ms. Trump, uh, you once stated I'm the least racist person and then you made that statement one month after saying I have a great relationship with the blacks. Do you think the least racist person would actually describe an ethnicity by only their skin color? Isn't that sort of subliminal racism? Well, I think I was
1: talking about uh, neighbors we used to have, the the blacks. They're a white family, <laughs> but their last name is black. And I was talking about them and they confused it. Oh, but no, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a racist person at all. In fact, in my administration, we did more for black people than any president in history, okay? We lower their taxes, we give them more opportunities, better jobs. So I, I think the record speaks for itself. If I was a racist person, that wouldn't be the case. Okay, okay, okay.
2: And, and, and me losing the nomination to uh, Barack Obama and supporting him for eight years as secretary was a, a minimal contribution to the African-American community, I would say. no, I think footnote. it was
1: an opportunity to further yourself, and it didn't work, thank uh, God.
0: God. Actually, uh, can I go over another another? Uh, Tweet I wanted to bring up because you tweet a lot. Apparently Trump once tweeted while campaigning against Hillary Clinton that if Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what makes her think she can satisfy America? How, Trump, do you equate marriage sex to running the country?
1: Well, that's, I forgot I wrote that, but it's a very good point, I have <laughs> to say. I mean, look, Marla Maples wrote in the paper, the best sex I ever had when she was talking about me. I think there's something to it. Yeah? I mean, uh, you know, if you're bad at it, you you know, you can screw the country, so you don't want to do that. Okay. But, uh, no, I think, uh, look, if you're good at certain things, it translates to other things, and okay. so uh, I have no no complaints in that department. Really? So,
0: you th- yeah, you think because you're a good love maker to, uh, to your wife that that makes you a good president?
1: Absolutely. I make love to the people, <laughs> the beautiful people of the world in this country and i love everyone okay great (laughs) except the radical liberals
0: well here how about this uh because you might you might not like this but in 2021 c-span conducted a survey among 142 presidential historians and they said abraham lincoln was listed as the best president of all time among his achievements he abolished slavery and united the country through a civil war so why do you think you're better than abraham lincoln why do you think he's overrated
1: Well, I don't think he's overrated, certainly, but I I think, you know, there were things you didn't have to deal with. Well, back then, you had, what, 30 states? Now we have, like, 50. (laughs) Okay. And... you know, it's a big difference, a lot more responsibility. I mean, he did some good things, of course, with the Civil War, and and, I mean, look, you could argue, he started Black Lives Matter, if you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. But, you know, when he did it, it was a good thing. Now some people took it to a whole other level, and now it's, you know, they're starting a riot and stuff. That's not what it was intended for. So he did some good stuff, you know, and he started the Republican Party, which is a beautiful thing. So I take nothing away from Abraham Lincoln, but I definitely think I had more stuff to deal with. Like I said, he didn't have to deal with Israel. There was no Israel back then. There were a lot of things he didn't have to worry about that Today, I don't know if he would stand the test or not. We just don't know. But that's why and I you would feel get...
0: strongly that he couldn't.
1: Well, it's not that I feel strongly. It's just we don't know. But we yeah. know that I've handled it very well. Yeah. And, I, and no other president has had to handle that. So I think that gives me the edge. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> that's uh, that's an interesting, interesting way of looking at that. Um, out of curiosity, because uh, I looked this up, Mr. Trump, you spent 307 days golfing in your four years of presidency. That is almost... A full year. Is that how easy running a first world country is for you? Or did golf also somehow positively contribute to your presidency?
1: Well, I think it's a testament to how good things were. I mean, it, you can't golf if you got all these problems and bad things to take care of. I did such <laughs> yeah. a good job. I had free time to go play golf. So I think that only <laughs> proves my point. Oh, really? Well, I do have to interject for a second <laughs> just to let you
3: know. Uh, JFK's golf clubs sold for like a record amount. So golf is kind of a, historically speaking part of the presidency. And there's a lot lot of deals that get done. Uh, on the golf course, yeah, you know, little back channel that's thing, because right. it's nice and quiet, and you talk to each other where there aren't cameras and microphones. Absol- <laughs> I
1: like him. He's very good. He's a very smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have appointed him to the Supreme Court. He's absolutely right. You get more deals. Really, ten on the minutes golf into my
0: podcast, you think he should be a Supreme Court member? That's I, that well, long. he
1: certainly makes a lot of more sense than some of the candidates <laughs> I've seen. Okay. But he's right. You do more stuff in the golf course. I used to golf with Bill. We got along great. He was a terrific guy. We had a lot of fun. Mm. But you know, you can't do that stuff in the political arena that you can do in the golf of course so thank you for acknowledging that back
2: in those days Donald Trump was also a Democrat but you know again who's who's keeping track
1: that's because there was no Antifa in the Democratic Party back then it was a bunch of normal people then they went insane I had to adapt with the times I like
3: to think of it as two sides of the same coin yeah and they're both legal tender all right Ernest loves everything I love
0: it Uh, I'm going to move over to Hillary and ask her a quick question. Uh, Hill, the sixth president, John Quincy Adams, once said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. In his short time in office, Donald has passionately inspired people to storm the Capitol, help him cover up an election outcome, and make derogatory comments about Ron DeSantis on social media. When choosing the greatest president, you must look for someone who's left a lasting imprint on the lives of those he lead. I would say he does that in spades. Wouldn't you say Trump is extremely inspirational?
2: Uh, Certainly to uh, people of a certain... Level of intellect, uh, yeah. Th- th- that, A basket that, of deplorables. Is uh, that what you are looking cert- for? That, that cert- didn't help you the first day. It certainly didn't. But I am no longer <laughs> running for office, so I can say these things. Let's let's look though at uh, currently, you yep. know, the the January sixth uh, situation, which is of course about the results of the election. Uh, right now, I mean, they're falling <laughs> like uh, they're falling like uh, um, uh, bowling pins. Yeah. Uh, so far, four uh, people that were his attorneys have pleaded guilty to uh, manipulating or trying to. Manipulate or 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 attempting to overturn the election results and Mm. to and to uh, and to change the results. I think uh, I I think it's going to be a rough patch for you, Donald. You know, you brought up uh, a wonderful quote there Mm -hmm. from uh, who was that against John
0: Quincy Adams, a very uh, mediocre president, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what uh, uh, president said this, but one of my favorite quotes is, "You know what they say? If you want friends in politics, get a dog." Right. Ah. That's that's a very popular one. And you know what they they call Donald at the Kremlin? (laughs) Dovzleski Sadanovich. Yes. Which means Putin's lapdog. Ah. I'm just saying it's interesting. These quotes come back.
1: It's (laughs) interesting how well she speaks Russian, isn't it?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you right now. Uh, dogs are a very important part of the presidency. I mean, they, they come off of Air Force One with them uh, or out of, the, out of the helicopter. I mean, it just it's a good look.
0: No so, lying, and uh, my listeners could check me out on this, but I swear to you there's one president who had a pet alligator in the White House at one point. It was, that, well, that uh, really was on.
3: most likely Theodore Roosevelt. Was it? Uh, uh, yeah, he, maybe. <laughs> he was big on having large game both— in and out of the White House. Uh-huh. And of course, Bill had Hillary, so you got
1: to get out of that.
0: Okay, okay. Now, uh, actually, I do want to go because we touched on communication, and I want to throw another one at Hill. Uh, Hillary, a great president, is known for effective communication skills. And in my opinion, that is an extremely strong a- area for Donald Trump. He has called Biden a dummy. He's called you crooked. And he's called Alec Baldwin a total loser. That is pretty much as simple and as effective as it gets. Don't you think that his communication skills match a very presidential standard for being effective? Like most presidents just keep talking and bore me with big words. He gets to the meat. He's like, this guy, fuck him.
2: Well, I think a lot of it is talk. Michael, yeah. Frankly. Yeah. I mean, let, let's look. Uh, Donald was the first time he was impeached, he was impeached for a perfect perfect, I'm making quotes, phone call. And Bill was impeached as well, but for a booty call. These are, these are minor differences.
1: I wish I was impeached for a blowjob. That'd be a great impeachment, yeah. I gotta tell you. Well,
2: Bill got, Bill got a nice Jewish girl to give him one, which is a pretty big accomplishment the from what i The thing between I'm our
1: impeachments, the biggest difference is I have a much better taste in women than he does, okay? I had three wives, they were all models, and when I cheated on one of them because she was pregnant, I didn't want to bother her, so I was like, all right, let's take care of this I'd like to, se-
2: And I've seen the receipts for those wives. I got a, I got a
1: Playboy Playmate <laughs> And a porn star. Bill got like a 23 year old <laughs> Zaftig woman. Zaftig, you can't say fat anymore. For fat. I mean, that's the best he could do. You're president of the United States. I mean, come on. Yeah. Were you disappointed, Ernest, in his choice of women when Bill was running? Boy, that's
3: that's the thing I don't, <laughs> I don't hold against any president. You know, like sleeping around and uh, having many women on the side. Uh, and uh, Hillary, if you had one, I'm sure there would be a man on the side. Mm-hmm. But. Oh,
2: I'm sorry, Ernest. Maybe you don't realize, but if you haven't figured out yet, I'm six cats in a U haul away from moving to Santa Fe. I mean, Ah, that's what's really happening.
3: Ah, (laughs) It
2: doesn't take a lot to figure that out. (laughs)
3: Okay. Well, I I did not realize that uh, you had decided that you were no longer having sex. I didn't know that. I am. Well,
2: anyone who ever worked at the White House knew it. (laughs) You asked Marina, uh, you asked Navratilova. She was a very frequent guest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, I wanna I wanna get this back. I guess since we're we're talking about sex, let's uh, let's go let's go start going into Trump's uh, record a little bit. Some things I pulled out. This is a question I'm gonna send over to Donald. I'm sorry, President uh, President Trump.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> instead of continuing a proper sex education program in schools, your administration cut it in favor of just pushing abstinence. For a guy who likes to brag about boning as much as you, it seems out of character for you to encourage for people to wait to have sex until they're married. Wow, why, why did you encourage others to do abstinence? And why not teach people about sex?
1: Well, first of all, I, you know, if people had to be taught about sex, society would have ended a long time ago. I mean, I think you could kind of figure it out, right? Yeah, okay. I mean, really, you need to teach it in schools? I mean, what are we talking about here? Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of better things to spend money on. Right. And I have to tell you something. You know, look, if you are not a fan of mine, if you don't like me, If you didn't want me to be president, you have one person to blame, and that's Hillary Clinton. Okay? If she was a good enough candidate, I wouldn't even be, we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. I mean, she was the most qualified person ever in the history, other than, even more than uh, George H.W. Bush for the presidency. She was a first lady, lived in the White House for eight years, right? And then she was a senator. Okay, I didn't vote for her because she was, you know, wasn't from in New York. He contributed. For six I did years eventually. To once my, on your second campaign? campaign he on yeah. your yeah. second yeah. campaign, yeah, I did. your a second. Lot. But the first one, I mean, she, you know, she's born in in Illinois and and was first lady of Arkansas and comes to New York. She was a total uh, uh, carpet uh, beggar. I almost <laughs> said say carpet muncher, but different thing. But anyway, I meant to say. And and so I, I didn't like that. But then, of course, she, you know, she did a fine job as senator out of a complaint. And of course, she was secretary of state. So how is somebody so qualified? I've never even served this dog catcher, but I beat her handling in election. What does that say to you right there, folks? What does that say? I mean,
0: yeah, that's fair. That's you know, fair. In his
2: defense, he called me later that night, and he said, "What am I gonna fucking do?" And I said, <laughs> "You're on your own, pal. You uh, are on your own." Also,
1: even furthermore to that, you only lasted four years. So, I mean, y- well, listen to me. You know where I feel <laughs> on that one, and a lot yeah. of people, fifty. How is it if I was so bad? Why does why am I still leading in the polls? I have. The, I'm, I'm beating not only all the Can Republican I... candidates, but also Joe Biden. Can I mean, it? if I was so terrible, why is fifty percent of the country still think I should? Be president.
0: Well, can I throw, throw in a reason, maybe? A good president has to be able, uh, be able to be effective at crisis management. I think you lost uh, to Joe Biden simply because you handled the coronavirus poorly. At one point, you said that the virus was equivalent to the flu. You said uh, masks don't work, and you even suggested that drinking bleach could fight the disease. Then a year into the crisis, more than 386,000 Americans died from the virus. You got to admit, Mr. Trump, you have been a little off on that one, right? Looking back, would you have done anything differently? Because maybe you would have beat Biden.
1: Well, first of all, your numbers are off, and it was more than 380. I think it was like over four. It was almost half a million. million. Uh,
0: after yeah. a year, though, it was but 386. It
1: would have been millions more if I didn't do what I did. It would have been millions oh, more. Really? Oh, really? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, first of all, let's get something straight. Drinking bleach would have saved thing, lives? I never said that, by the way. You see, this is a perfect example. You're like the worst moderator. What do you do to the <laughs> Megyn Kelly School of okay. Debate? Listen, I never said that. We have things we use bleach to clean surfaces to kill the virus. So Mm. I asked a simple question, do we have something like that that we could take that does it inside the body. It's a fair and reasonable question. People say, "Oh, he's telling people to drink Clorox." I never said that. When the <laughs> China people virus, did,
2: people did drink the Clorox because of what you yeah, said. I did. And there were yeah,
1: people right. that died. <laughs> These were yeah. people who were already... did. When <laughs> you
2: have that kind of a power, Donald, you know, you ha- you have to be very careful. And the other one, which is, is there a way to get sunlight into the body? That was, uh, you know, a lot of people tried that too. These
1: people did. were already drinking bleach. They never reported that. These uh, are yeah. people who were crazy. It had nothing to do with what I said. <laughs> But listen, <laughs>
2: Herman Cain, you killed. He yeah. was on your cabinet, right?
0: How did I kill you Herman kill Cain? It?
2: You, you, I love you that Hillary's
0: made, laughing about that man's death.
1: You by made the way. everybody <laughs> he was not Republican.
2: wear a mask at your at your campaign the events. The guy I ate ju-
1: pizza every single day. <laughs> he had type 2 diabetes. He was in bad health. It had nothing to do with that. Listen, a lot of people <laughs> passed away. But listen, what I did was I he did die from coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, but at, like, you after,
0: can't after just say your pizza. after
2: your unsanctioned <laughs> event, yeah, it
1: but was listen, the disease that took him. It would have been millions more. <laughs> if it weren't for me <laughs> China. Listen, the China virus China, China gave us the virus We did everything we could As soon as it happened I cut off all flights from China What do people say? All the Democrats All the liberals say, Oh, he's racist He's racist He doesn't like the Chinese people First of all, I love the Chinese people By the way The Chinese people the wonderful people Okay, They do my shirts I mean, they're yeah, fantastic yeah. people okay. They make the egg rolls We love the egg rolls, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, With the yeah. duck sauce mm-hmm. That's a great sauce, by the way It really is a great <laughs> sauce So we love the Chinese people but they said always oh, racist. But meanwhile, I stopped the flights, and it would have been much worse if I didn't do that. Also, we enacted Operation Warp Speed. Mm-hmm. In the history of the United States of America, there's mm-hmm. never been a government operation as quick as that. We got two vaccines, we got masks, we put, turned factories, we repurposed factories to uh, to produce. Uh, uh, PPE and all sorts of stuff. So we did plenty of things to save lives.
2: You never wore a mask in public. Yeah, all
1: right. <laughs> well, listen, well, why isn't anybody wearing a mask now? I don't see any of you wearing masks right now. Why not? Why isn't everybody wearing a mask? Well, because we had the vaccines. Yeah. So after the vaccines, it was a little stupid that people were still, I think they were trying to get people to make masks because they didn't want me to win the election and they wanted oh, we still have the problem. And that's why I was against it because we had the vaccines. It was no longer the threat that it was. And the reason you had the vaccines so quickly is because of me and my president. So I think we have to give fair credit where credit is due.
0: I mean, that last point is actually debatable. But uh, I will move on from that if you think that you're good. I did want to touch on another thing, which is uh, global warming, because the presidential quality is having strong vision for the country's future. One of the most important concerns for the future of the world is, like I said, global warming, something your administration has been criticized for. Not only did you take America out of the Paris Agreement that was an outline for major countries to cut carbon emissions, You also rolled back so many environmental regulations for oil and gas companies that even the gas companies spoke out against them. Is your strong vision for the country's future to have New York City sink into the ocean? Was that the goal?
1: First of all, let's get a few things straight, okay? Under my presidency, we became energy independent. We were the number yeah. number one producer of energy in the world, okay? Yeah. Because we had to deregulate stuff. That's why companies yeah. were going to other countries, because we had all these ridiculous regulations. People weren't paying their fair share, just like NATO, okay? Mm-hmm. We started getting people to pay their fair share. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I made it much better for this country, for people. We brought businesses and jobs back to the United States of America, mm-hmm. and we got countries like China and NATO to start paying their fair share for what the America was, ho- was holding everything on our shoulders for it. So I have no shame or regretting that whatsoever.
2: I think though it's important to remember the uh, the perception. And so many times when you would talk about windmills killing birds and uh, you know electricity, uh, not uh, the um, the oceans with the turbines being unattractive for cruise ships to pass through, it did not encourage Americans to open their mind to many different ways that we could be energy efficient.
1: Well, you talk about perception. You were the perception of being the next president, and that didn't exactly work out okay okay
0: okay all right shots fired uh i think i'm gonna i'm gonna throw one now over to hill we did bring up the blacks comment but in all fairness uh trump is a man of the people who stands up for minorities for instance he signed into law the tax trump reform which helped dole out over one trillion dollars to american billionaires think about that he cares about the one percent tell me a president who's done more for such a vulnerable and marginalized group
3: that's hard. Extreme minority.
0: Yeah, extreme minority. Let me ask you a question. Very visible, too, think, with their with their limos.
1: Who do you think pays these people? If billionaires have money, they're going to hire more jobs. That's how we had the lowest unemployment rate. Under my presidency, because we put money in the right places, yeah. it trickled down to the right people. And of course, Everybody it, it, was <laughs> making so much money when I was president. And now look at things. Inflation's through the roof. You got gas prices through the roof. Everything's horrible. So I think the numbers speak for themselves, frankly.
0: Yeah, those millionaires got a lot of money. That was the numbers uh, we calculated. They didn't and exactly they hire more and spent it
1: on hiring people <laughs> who couldn't get jobs before I became president, and now they could. Yeah.
2: You know, I I can't really defend, uh, you know, uh, the the one percent. Uh, listen, I don't like to fly commercial. Uh, there's no doubt if uh, George Soros is giving me a a, a free ride to uh, one of his events, I, I do take advantage of the uh, of the private planes. I understand. But, you know, here's the thing. The way that you handled the finances and the taxes, it came back to bite everyone in in the butt because that's the the inflation is as is a is a result of the way you handled the crisis of the COVID crisis.
1: I'm sorry. Who's the president right now? Joe Biden is the president. Okay, when I you know, when I was president, they tried to blame me for coronavirus, even though it was China's virus. Now you're saying it's my fault because Joe Biden's policies are terrible and the economy is in the shitter? No, it doesn't work that way. He's the president. It's on him. So when your policies go into
0: effect and, and do well, but then cause damage further down, it's whoever gets the damage, it's their fault for it. It's not who initially started it. Was that even
1: a complete sentence? Yeah,
0: sorry. That, you're right. That Listen, was a poor explanation of what I meant. These are
1: Joe Biden's policies, okay? <laughs> it's not like he inherited a virus from another country that yeah. came in This is something that he started. And that's why we're. It's not my fault. It's like me coming in and blaming, uh, you know, uh, Harry Truman for things that I had to deal with. I mean, he was a president in the past. This is on Joe Biden's watch. He's the only one who's responsible. So you can give him a call. I yes. know your buddies with him. I
2: think Joe Biden has passed legislation that is going to bring this country into a whole new a, a category of, of efficiency. There's an enormous amount of, of of money that's being poured into energy-efficient jobs, and it, the future looks very bright we well, got America. two
1: wars going on around the world. Everything else has gone to shit, and you're talking about these little things. You see what I'm saying? Well, I wouldn't would say a, Biden created those wars, right?
2: Let's well, talk about your son in law can we can we just talk about Jared <laughs> Listen, he he was very influential in getting that that uh, that that embassy moved to Jerusalem and that meant a lot but he also took hundreds of millions of dollars from the Saudis and we're pretty sure that the Saudi money probably helped Hamas to some degree not nearly as much as Iran
1: listen to what she's talking I got two words for you whitewater okay Lizzie you're talking to me about taking money listen <laughs> and and you, you want to talk about four guys died who's corrupt look at yeah. look at look at <laughs> Look at uh, Hunter Biden. Okay, I mean this guy. You think I mean Hunter? You want to talk about corruption? Forget about Jared. At least Jared was a hardworking person who went in there with good intentions. But Hunter Biden was a mess and nobody says anything. You point the finger at my way, but you don't point it the other way. That's why everything is a witch hunt right now. Jared, yeah. coming after me.
2: Jared only wanted to be part of your administration so that he could get his father out of jail. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, just Come as, on.
0: If, if we're going to go into some of your scandals, okay, I'll touch I'll touch on only one because I do want to focus only on your presidency, but one scandal I noticed is right when you were campaigning against Hillary, you were quoted as saying, in my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of class classified information uh no one will be above the law and as we all know which is
2: why i lost the election okay it's fine
0: but as we all know now uh you took boxes of classified information home with you after your presidency was done and your argument was you could declassify documents by thinking about it i don't think you could say i'm above the law more isn't that uh, original statement you made pretty much complete bullshit or what?
1: Let's get something straight. The documents were classified because I classified them. Yes. And I declassified them. There are things like, for instance, with ISIS. Okay, I got rid of ISIS. You think of ISIS, now you think of Italian ISIS. It used to be a terrorist organization that doesn't exist anymore because of me. So it was classified at the time because we couldn't let people know what we are doing. But now that they're gone, it's not classified anymore. You also look at... Sleepy Joe, okay, and my former Vice President Mike Pence, they also had documents as well. Obama took documents, but you don't see them on trial. You see what I'm saying? It's not equal. And the American people are not stupid. They know what's going on. They don't want me to be in the White House again. They're doing everything they can to throw everything, but it's not equal.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Just as uh, a side then, because just last month, an Australian billionaire leaked out that you told him classified information about America's nuclear submarines. Showed
2: him the papers. Showed
0: him, yes. And I love... uh, I honestly sort of love that you'll disclose American secrets to people who are at your Marla Lago club.
2: You know, let's.
0: Mara Lago. Sorry, I, I screwed it. that That's up. Terrible.
1: a Lago. a Lago. Listen, mark- my mark-, mark my mark. Yeah. My word. <laughs> it's worth. a lot more money, by the way, than they're trying to say it's worth. Yeah. So you just showed doc
0: classified documents to members
1: at your your golf clubs? No, I never showed anything. Were you talking about Rupert Murdoch? Or who are you talking about?
0: Uh, I was talking about this Australian billionaire who outed you for showing him nuclear submarine secrets.
1: I think he's full of crap. Okay? Okay. I don't even know who this guy. <laughs> I never met this guy. I never met him before. I went. I think I was an Outback steak. House once, and that, I mean these people say things.
2: I think Don, I think this is uh this is this is a tough one for Donald because yeah. everyone is saying, and you know how you know what people are saying. It's what they're all saying. Uh That's what you like to say. That is going to be the be the the case that takes you down.
1: You know what? None, they've tried to come after me with everything. All right, yeah. I, de- I I defended two impeachments. I'm going to defend this too. They don't get me because you know they try and do everything they can to attack me. And then they lose. Mm. They lose. Mm. It's an inconvenience. It's annoying. I have to deal with this nonsense. I'm trying to run for president again. But you know what? They're going to lose. Okay. They have nothing on me. Okay? Nothing. Okay. Well, that's fair. Everything that's- I did was perfect and above board and everything was okay. So, And I think that's all going to come out. Listen, frankly, people forget this. They're trying to try me right now for the January 6th. I was already tried for this. We have something in the Constitution, this beautiful piece of paper with the rules that says you can't have double jeopardy. Yeah. So they want to try me again for the same thing. That's how desperate and pathetic these people are. I won the first time and now they go, oh, let's try and get him again. Well, you can't do that. So yeah. we're fighting a good case and I think when all is said and done, you're going to see that I did nothing wrong.
0: All right. Well, I, uh, if I could just throw one one more thing that's uh, sort of in the vein. Some people actually feel that you used your presidency to further profit for instance most presidents are required to sell off their business properties when they become president to avoid conflicts of interest you just turned over your whole trump empire to your sons and then you made tons of appearances at your hotel and golf properties which raised their profile foreign officials even bought rooms at your hotels hoping for influence don't you think you're being quite advantageous with your uh, position of power? Listen,
1: there's not a single president, including Bill Clinton, by the way, who hasn't profited from being president of the United States. Okay? Okay. Do you know how much presidents of the United States make? Uh, we make like less than half a million dollars a year. Okay, It's not a lot of money. I donated every ounce that I made as president to charity. Okay, okay. So I'm entitled to make uh, uh, money. And if because of my presidency— Now, you know, to get a speaking engagement, try and hire Bill Clinton to speak at your event and and see how much it costs. So you're throwing something at me that you could throw at any president. That's just life. That's the way things are. People are interested in you when you've led the biggest country. But you do
2: like the Constitution, we have something called the Emoluments Clause, and you broke it. I mean, uh, you know, people can bring you up on charges for that.
1: I'd never, no, I did not, because I would have been brought up on charges for it, and I wasn't. No, my sons, listen, they have a legitimate claim to the business. they might sons. They grew up in the business. They work in the business. What, am I supposed to sell it to a stranger? I have every right to give it to my own kids, and you yep. know that.
2: But you made it mandatory that people had to stay yeah. at hotels, and it was required. Right.
1: That Listen, them- that's not true. I don't need to make it mandatory. I have great hotels. They're the greatest <laughs> hotels. That people want to stay at my hotels, okay? It's not making it mandatory. It's just making them good hotels. Uh,
0: all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move over to Hillary for a second, because uh, Hill, um, a president and his executive branch are responsible for conducting diplomacy with other nations how does trump not get high marks there right he made friends with such open-minded countries as north korea and russia he's actually the first sitting president to go to north korea which is a place america has been struggling to build good relationships with So shouldn't you acknowledge Trump is not only a wall builder, but a bridge builder?
2: You are absolutely right, Michael. You're absolutely right. Because Donald got in bed with Kim Jong-un and Putin, and Bill just got a blowjob from a nice Jewish girl. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah,
1: right? (laughs) I mean. And I got one from a porn star and a Playboy playmate, so my standards are clear. As I said earlier. (laughs) But first of all, what you, know, you paid for? Well, yeah. let's. What let's, you paid no, for? No, no, they did it because they know. You know, I mean, you have an opportunity to be with me. <laughs> I offered to be a gentleman, but they turned it down. But listen, they here's all the thing. came
2: from mail order catalogs. I paid them to
1: shut up. I didn't pay them to have sex with me. Anyway, there's a difference. Here's the thing. When I was president,
2: you said when you're a star, they let you do it. Mm. It was one of your things that you were so proud of. It's very
1: true, though. Yeah, that you true. could you could
2: actually you could actually assault them. You could you could reach down. But it's not
1: they... assault when they want you to do it. I mean, come and this is what people twist and they turn and they say things. When you're a celebrity, listen. There's a term. I'm pardon my French. They call star fuckers. Okay, yeah. there's a lot of people out there that want to have sex with celebrities and and be in the in their limelight and and profit and get opportunities from that. You and just lost
2: like, two cases from this, E. Jean Carroll where apparently you made her have sex with you in the in the Bergdorf's dressing room.
1: Well, we're still appealing this one. This is, you know, people say things, and you know, there was a statute of limitations, and then they said, wait, 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 we're going to change it now, because that's part of the witch hunt. They're going to change not, the rules as much as they can to get I'm me. not lying. I sense a lot of chemistry
0: between you two. And we t- used to Trump, be friends, Michael. I know, maybe had, closer than you she thought. She came to my wedding. Guys. I
1: invited her to my wedding. Yeah.
2: I was in Florida that week, and it sounded right. fun.
0: Well, twice, uh,
1: Trump's been twice as. Impe- I knew before she was crooked hillary she, yeah she was straight as an arrow
0: <laughs> yeah trump's been twice i was
1: never straight <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Trump has been uh, twice impeached, and you know who else was impeached? Your husband. So isn't that awesome that Trump's like Bill? He also cheated on his wife. So uh, I know this would maybe be down the road, but I think if you, you are... have
2: to. I think you have to weigh it, and I'm not apologizing for my <laughs> husband. My husband made some terrible mistakes, but Bill got impeached for screwing an intern. Donald got impeached for screwing <laughs> democracy. I mean, these are, these are minor differences, but I think they're- I just, find, I just
0: find it hilarious, because it sounds like you're bragging about Bill getting these blowjobs, like in this podcast.
2: You know, we're friends now. Bill okay. and I. Yeah. We're kind of roommates. <laughs> he likes to hike. We go on <laughs> hikes.
0: Okay, good. i happy mean, I mean, that's getting better then. Uh, Ernest, how do you think about this debate so far?
3: Well, it certainly has had a lot of words. Okay. That's not exactly what I came here for. <laughs> but, uh, you, know, and, you know, facts are thrown around. And for me... It's not so much about facts and what you did and didn't do as a president. It's more about the portrait. You know, do you look good in your presidential portrait because it's a painting and you have to look historic in the painting and nobody's really addressed that issue That's here cuz you know if you think about all the great presidents which is Are you talking know,
2: about them. the mugshot <clears throat> Ernest? I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it would really it would be more of You know that mugshot a... is sold more. We put <laughs> on more mugs and t-shirts. We've branded it. We've made so much on this. People love it. It's a great shot. I like the artist rendering. <laughs> it's the greatest more than the mugshot itself. Yeah. <laughs> Because that
3: feels like it should be in the National Archives, you know <laughs> a photo just doesn't have quite the same thing because you see blemishes on yeah, people's faces, yeah, and you yeah. don't want to see that. i don't I'm not into that <laughs> um, but I, and I can say this so far, you know, we haven't heard closing statements. I, I will say this right now. um I'm not loving what Hillary has to say. it's and not so much the words you're saying because there's been <laughs> plenty of those it's. The fact that they are coming from a non president. And <laughs> that's kind of who I like. And that bothers you? You think that bothers you
2: more than me? I'm just, I just, I know. do you think anybody could be more, <laughs> more bothered by and, that than to, It, it was, was close. I know. It I, was
0: close. You have to give her that. And I
1: feel your pain on that. I'd say but, close, but no cigar, but I know that's a social Yeah, but you know, uh, if,
3: if you go to Target and you, only have $13, but it's thirteen fifteen. Yeah, you don't get to leave with the Bahama shirt. You know what I'm saying? And you don't get to take it. And yeah. I've tried. I've tried. And so close, unfortunately, isn't enough. So now I will say this as far as uh, our, our dear president here is the words that you have said make me uncomfortable and not in the sense of they're racist or, or bad. But uh, I I smell them. Yes. I, I physically smell <laughs> okay. what is coming out of your You're mouth. You're a very weird guy, and it, it
1: makes me, you know. <laughs> it wasn't me. You know, it's. <laughs> I, I think it was Hillary, but I'm not pointing fingers. Yeah, you know, when you go to like <laughs> they say whoever well, smelled it felt it. You know what I mean? The White
3: House, and you see you see all of the historic events. You don't smell uh, Andrew Johnson. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't smell okay. it, and so that's that's kind of where we're evening out on this whole process.
0: Before we get then to the closing statements, do you have any questions, uh, clarifying questions that maybe uh, could uh, make things a little easier for you when you get to judging?
3: I think so. (laughs) I I think that I can say what, you know, what would make you, Mr. President, greater than other presidents? Because we've had great presidents. Like I said, Andrew Johnson. (laughs) We've had Richard Nixon. um, We've had. Uh, Andrew Jackson, who yep. uh, although it was reviled at the time, I think uh, I still am the person that likes him. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've, we've we've also had you know uh, the the FDRs, the the LBJs, the yep. JFKs, and you don't have any uh, initials that we go by. And so if you could tell DJ me, D, you know me. Uh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Ring. Yeah. And so, what makes you on par with all of the other presidents?
1: Well, first, I think I made the case earlier with well, all the things we've we've done in my administration, many of which couldn't be done until this time period. Perhaps if I was a president in a different era, it'd be different. But I, I think you know, it, it's just uh, I think someday it's very possible. I hope so. Some people have said this to me, actually. They think I should have, they should put in a fifth face on Mount Rushmore. And I would be, I think it would look great there right next, you know, between Roosevelt and and the one in the end, whoever that is. I think it would be great if they put a modern president on Mount Rushmore and I'd be honored to be it. And hopefully when I win the election again next year, We'll have an opportunity to do that and do things even greater. Uh, but first, I have to fix all of Joe Biden's mistakes, which is going to take a little while. But then we'll get back on track, I promise <laughs> you. I'm going to be honest. That
3: is the kind of answer I was looking for. Not so much facts or a- any of yeah. that. Just, just emotional response and saying, <laughs> saying something like, I could be— on a monument,
1: and that's right. what we want from presidents. Is we want to I be totally forgot to...
0: what you even asked yes. by the time he got to that point. I know. Just yeah, listen. He should hope that I get
1: reelected <laughs> because I told him I think he'd make a great Supreme Court Just I've already appointed three. I probably have more as well. So it's good to be on my good side. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, I've only had minimum wage jobs, so that would be a good one. <laughs> that
0: uh, felt very bribery ish.
3: Yes. Now, now, um, for for if if you don't mind, I'm going to say. Um, uh, uh f- former win. first lady. I can't because at least that's close to the presidency. So, uh, uh Mrs. Former uh, first lady, uh, what would actually bring down the stock of Donald Trump below the other presidents? Mm. Because I mean, they've all made mistakes. Let's be real; yep. they've all killed people. That's yep. just part of the job. They make mistakes. <laughs> they kill you know most of the time foreigners but even even in the case of um our our many in many cases the most beloved president uh Abraham Lincoln uh, he killed only americans yeah. and so what would bring trump down and if you could please make it an emotional response cuz uh, like i said a the, more than the you know if right. you could if you yeah. could keep the numbers and facts out of that yeah uh,
2: you know i'm at a disadvantage ernest uh, honestly i i can't uh I can't defend my platform because I never actually uh, was president. I was only first yeah. lady. And, you know, I I, I happen to admire uh, Melania, uh, Donald Trump's first lady. Mm. I think she's wonderful. They, you know, they're always reminding us that she's very intelligent. She speaks five languages. And I've I've spoken with her in five languages. She can say it's a thousand a night. And I find that to be incredibly uh, inspiring. I think she's talking about a thousand
1: orgasms.
2: But... Here's the difference. Uh, and I, I'm going to speak on behalf of my husband, who was president, because that's really all I have to stand on.
3: Yes. Great great American. Yeah. Got to love him. him. Right? Got to love,
2: love him. Got to love him. I think our country- Two terms. Are, I think two terms. <laughs> and I think our country was never uh, stronger financially, economically, and very, very powerful. And it's, I think it's what we believe in. I mean, we believe in cooperation. Uh, That we think that cooperation is better than conflict. We think that unity is better than division. We think that bridges are better than walls. Unless, of course, you can, in fact, get Mexico to pay for them, which would be impressive. But, uh, you know, as everyone knows, I like my things caliente. It's why I carry a bottle of hot sauce wherever I go. Yeah. I showed yeah. it to Pitbull, and he thought it was very impressive.
0: I felt like there was uh, next to no facts in that, so that's probably made you happy, right? That was.
3: that that. Well, first of all, she invoked the name of a former president.
0: You loved that. I love that part. Oh, I saw it. Oh, that. Yeah. That,
3: I actually stopped listening after that part. Yeah, you were
0: thinking of him, weren't you? I I was, and I yep. was just
3: thinking of him playing saxophone.
0: Damn! If only you were an oh, intern back then. On the Arsenio Hall show, no, that oh, yeah, was right. fun. You're that's right. an
3: American moment. <laughs> it was jazzy. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that <fair>. was that <laughs> was good. That's a, that makes memories, and that's really what I think the president's about: ah, it's making memories.
0: There you are, yeah. Hill. It looks like you left a good impression yeah. on him on that question. Well, uh, th- with that said, I think I'm going to move over to closing statements then, and this time uh, I always reverse it. We'll start with Hillary. What's No, your...
2: that was my closing statement. <laughs> That was it. That was my closing statement. Oh, just yeah. toss that into the answer? I'm so sorry. I've gotten I, I I I thought that was what you were going
3: to. Well, how about this? <laughs> you already done your closing statement. <laughs> just restate your position cuz yeah. I kind of forgot what it was.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh... I'm
2: just a grandma. And I think my husband's I think my husband's record stands for itself.
0: And I he, help you he was... out. I'll
1: help you. Her position is left field, okay? Left field. <laughs> Very left field. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, let's let's uh, let's go over to uh, to Mr. Trump's closing statement
1: on why he believes um, that Mr. Trump's the greatest president of all time. Well, listen, I think I made my case. You could go play the tape back and hear it because I've made it plenty of times. But listen, right now, if I was such a terrible president, how am I leading in all the polls? Okay? Mm. I mean, right? Think about it. I'm beating everybody. I'm beating... I'm beating uh, uh, Ron DeSantis and all these other people by you're not, far. You're not
0: beating Biden.
1: Um. Well, no, I am. There's some supposed to show I am beating Biden. Ah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they don't think you know. Look, he falls asleep in interviews. For crying kind out of, <laughs> you know. You mentioned Nixon earlier. He was a great example because he said something, you know, famous words. You know, they asked him about doing certain things, and you were asking about the classified documents. Uh, and he says, you know, so when the president does it, it's not illegal. OK, I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm. And uh, I think the results speak for themselves, whether they're filtered through the left wing, liberal, radical agenda media. You can look at it through that lens. But when you look at it straight, I think history will show that we did a lot of great things. We made America great. Now it's a little screwed up right now. <laughs> Hopefully, America will make the right decision. Next year, we'll get back, and we'll clean up the mess and get back on target. Okay? Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Your numbers are going to be through the roof. I promise you. These are going to be great. A great podcast.
0: Good. Well, I'm excited to find out who the winner is then, Uh, because all in all, Ernest, that was a a
3: pretty heated, great debate. I'll be honest. Most of the debate, I was thinking of the Washington Monument. And so it's just so erect. And I like that, you know? And so it says America. Uh, very Freudian
1: coming. Yes. And, well,
3: you know, but in your closing argument, Mr. President, you talked about polls, and that kind of loses me a little bit, Ooh. because polls, they don't actually tell the full story, because if you went by polls... You tell know, me about it. Yes, <laughs> Benjamin Harrison wouldn't be a great president. Right. Uh, Taft. I mean, so throw out the polls, because those guys were amazing. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, Just to give a little recap, uh, uh, Mr. President, your position being that you are the greatest president ever, and and, uh, Mrs. uh, Former First Lady, yours is that he is not. um, Now, you didn't explicitly state that he's worse. You just said he's not the greatest. Am I clear on everybody's position? Yeah. Based on that, there is nothing that has been said one way or another that would move uh, Mr. Trump... Uh, Mr. President, out of his slot of being completely equal, yeah, on all levels to every but in every order other to be president.
0: greatest, it can't be a tie. It's got to be no, one. no. I
3: didn't say I didn't say that that's a tie yeah. because Mrs. Uh, former First Lady's position was that he's not the greatest, yep. which I would say he is not the greatest. Yeah, he is tied for the greatest. So ah. it, it's all a little bit semantical, but since you placed Reasonable yourself downed. above. I have to say no you're you're at the number 1 position with everyone
0: ah, else so. wow so Hillary
1: wins by That's, technicality That's yes. like the dumbest thing of, I have <laughs> forget it Forget about the Supreme Court nomination. That just made no sense uh, whatsoever. Uh, he says, so wait a minute. So, so she, she made the case that I'm not the greatest, but I made the case that I'm the greatest, but I'm correct. tied with everybody else. So it, semantically, it really could be We're all the greatest. One. So basically, yeah. we both won, is what you're saying. Yeah, you say, Hillary but, did.
0: It's, uh, there's there only a one winner. Well, listen, you great Yeah, there has other. to be as a great radical,
2: America won. As a, I think America won. Yeah, as Hillary a radical wins
0: liberal, one against Trump.
1: As a radical liberal, <laughs> she understand my point on this. I identify as the person who won the debate and the election, and we're going to do it again. Thank you very much.
0: All right, great. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, That was was unreal. I'm so, uh, for all my listeners, (laughs) please check us out on YouTube, Patreon, and uh, Instagram. And other than that, have a great day. Thanks for listening.